Smartly Uneducated. Oh, this. Welcome to Smartly and Uneducated. <laughs> I'm Ben. And I'm Evan. Hope I sound all right. And this episode is brought to you by Guinness. Yeah, Guinness. Yeah, Guinness. Guinness spon- it's, please sponsor us. Hey, Carhartt, I need a new hat. Sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we've been trying the Guinness route for a while. So okay. let's go with that. So you were just, you randomly just brought up, and that's why I wanted to jump in the episode. You brought up electro gardening. Or, or, so, so it's, electroculture. It's called electroculture. So think mm-hmm. of like lightning rods they used to have them on all these churches and houses and buildings mm-hmm. in the 1800s to produce electricity freely these whether these uh lightning rods would get struck by lightning and then they there'd be mercury in the bottom of these lightning rods mm-hmm. that would then disperse the energy across the building for electricity and pl- plumbing and pumps and whatnot um then in like 1893, one of the last world fairs, Nikola Tesla and a bunch of other individuals were really promoting this sort of concept. Yeah. Along with weather vanes and something called electroculture. Yeah. So it has to do with vegetables, plants, and gardening and mm-hmm. uh, subsidizing copper and pure mineral like items such as like gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Um and you already you did already say that it it's not like you're like electrifying the ground. It's a very low voltage. So you you don't even you don't even put any like power to it. You yeah. have no power to it. No power at all. Yeah. You just wrap a copper wire around a stick, put mm-hmm. a little bit of antenna off the top of it, shove it in your dirt. Yeah. It's all you have to do. And did you already bring up Nikola Tesla? I just briefly. Oh, okay. Um but so so what this thing does, I know it's gonna sound like hippy dippy and far fetched. Uh, it brings the energy and like the electricity that's already coming from Earth because Earth is moving. Right? Yeah, and Nikola Tesla proved that yeah. because there's electrical currents all around us in the air that we cannot see. So there's a there's a proven study that if you shove copper wires or copper poles in the ground mm-hmm. and then somebody else does it, hundred miles away, you can call them directly and they can answer it. So if you have a phone attached to this pole, it'll reach to the other pole. And you can talk to them on the phone. So they had wireless phones in like 1870. Yeah. We should try this. Yeah, I, I agree. I wonder already, how much interference we would get doing this in like the suburbs. So you suburbs. wouldn't get much because there's not very many like copper antennas. It's all aluminum based. And we should set based. one up and see how it works. I've already have copper in my garden right now. It takes about two months to three months to do it. Um, so you need to actually be a gardener. You need to water it, prune your stuff, mm-hmm. be a regular Treat it like it's a regular garden. Just don't put fertilizer down, like your synthetic Scott's fertilizer or thing like that, or any organic fertilizer. Yeah. Just use the copper wire. You don't need, like, a six-foot one. A six-foot pole of copper wiring. Now I want to do an experiment. Now I want to do, because we have two garden beds up So I've been really looking into this because it fascinated me. So a six-foot tall copper wire pole Mm -hmm. will disperse 225 square feet of energy to promote healthy living and healthy growth in plants and animals. Is there any way I can do a couple pull off my penis? Yeah, so it's actually really good for humans. Yeah, it's, it's actually really good for humans. So I don't know if you can look back at history and look up like copper clothing and copper mm-hmm. like jewelry. The Egyptians and the Romans and Native Americans would wear copper jewelry and mm-hmm. gold jewelry and silver jewelry. Because these things produce on the same wavelength of energy as mm-hmm. Earth does. And they produce blood flow better and 
better testosterone or estrogen. Shit. I took out I took out my eyebrow piercings. I no, should have I should have just gotten um some copper ones. Or just pure silver, right? So you 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 look at these rappers and all these like really wealthy individuals who are wearing all these crazy jewelry with covered in silver and mm-hmm. gold. They don't know, but it's like actually making them happier and healthier by mm-hmm. wearing them. Now, but I, speaking of the gardens, though, I, I want to do an experiment now because I have two uh, gardens in my backyard and that need to be redone. Mm-hmm. So now I want to set up one in one garden and I want to set up the copper one in the garden that is always the whole and hardest to grow in just because it, it will it, it will make and it better. I want to see the difference it does. So I have I'm just doing it in my backyard. I just have it in the grass. I want to see if the grass it doesn't even have better. to be in the garden bed, does it? No. Has to be near it, and animals are attracted to it. So your animals will go and lay by the copper antennas, the what they call the earth antennas. They'll go like lay by them because it's. So does it change anything if the like the ground's dried out? No, it's fine. It actually will help retain water. No shit. Yeah, I got big ass cracks that need filled, dude. Yeah, it it, it, it'll (laughs) help. And so I've again, I, I heard about it like two weeks ago, and I've been sort of researching and looking into it trying to figure it out more and more and more and it's really starting to come along to all you have to do is go to your local hardware store home depot mm-hmm. tractor supply go buy 12 gauge pure 99.9 percent copper wiring for ten dollars of, uh, of 125 feet go get a stick mm-hmm. in your backyard wrap it like an inch inch apart and do a little coil up the top stick it in your ground is continue watering your yard or gardening like you normally would, and you'll have huge, huge plants. I want a big plant. Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> I need uh, so a the, big egg plant. So there's the, the so there's like a whole group around this electroculture electroculture thing that I've been diving into, and like I'm sick of my hot chili. Uh, what? I'm sick of my little hot chili pepper. Yeah, I, ju- I want an eggplant. Oh, you don't want a habanero anymore? I you want, want a jalapeno. I want a squash. <laughs> I want a squash, bro. So, like, there's a guy who grows sunflowers, and he did it. He does it every year because he just likes sunflowers. Mm-hmm. And he did a batch of regular sunflowers and then one with electroculture. His electroculture sunflowers were 20 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And his regular ones were, like, 4 feet tall. They were enormous. There's photos, videos of the guy. Like, yeah, there's my antenna. There, There's that one over there. They're huge. And there's ones of video of people having like zucchinis the size of them. Yeah. And like store-bought zucchinis the size of your fucking hand. Yeah. So they banned it or like they, I keep saying banned. It's probably the wrong term. Mm-hmm. They haberdashed it or just like stigmatized. That's what I'm looking for. They stigmatized doing the electroculture because they made it seem as if it was fake. Yeah. Hippy dippy, psychic sort of shit. Yeah. Um, when really Nikola Tesla and all these scientists in the time who were going to the World Fair were proving that it was working, which to me immediately, like, Nikola Tesla's a fucking genius. Well, I know there is a, a theory about Nikola Tesla that when he discovered that there are electrical currents in the air and he was coming up with devices, because Nikola, I don't think people realize the things that Nikola Tesla created and found and did. And other people stole his work. Oh, yeah. Like, for instance, uh, uh, in 18... Nikolai Tesla was technically the first person to make an x-ray machine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he didn't call it an x-ray. He called it something else, and he scanned his own foot with a boot on. That's cool. And it showed all of his bones and everything. 
the guy who ended up creating the x-ray or getting founded under his name he took that concept he took what tesla did and like changed one or two things but the result is still the same and his name so, was x-rayton x-rayton <laughs> i don't know what i don't remember his name but yeah yeah the thing was that he's getting credit for it. it's like well no he didn't actually invent it then nikolai tesla did and he did it like 10 years before that motherfucker or eight years before that guy so it's like oh you know what i mean that's, and, pretty, that's pretty standard for the society and american culture I, don't, I can't speak about European culture and the thievery that happened there, uh, but I can speak about like the American culture and things of that. Things of that where was Nikola Tesla American? I don't even remember. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> but like, I doubt it. Like the thievery that happened so constantly was just you did this thing. Oh, that's cool. Let me take it, make it my put my name on it. Hey, and now it's mine. It was well known and documented that Edison was constantly sending goons, like basically hiring people to go and watch Tesla yeah, and try to steal his shit. Like as documented, he was trying to get his shit because Tesla was doing shit that was beyond anything Edison, like how Ed they say Edison created light bulb. Well, we already know that's bullshit. We already know now in proper history that he actually stole the light bulb from someone else. Man, I wish I had my Mac in front of me, my computer, so I yeah. could look up some of this information. Um, I don't know if I told it or talked about it on air or on wax, as I like to say. It's put it on the record, baby. It's put it on the yeah, record, on dude. Um, that they would put like telephones around copper poles or gold poles, mm -hmm. and hundred miles away they would put another one, and they can communicate via the phone through the copper wire through the waves of energy to the other copper pole. And they can communicate wirelessly on phones in like 1800, like 1850. Yep. So wireless technology has been around forever. And now they're like, here's Wi-Fi and all these EMFs to fucking... Do you believe the EMFs are fucking with you? Um, Like Wi-Fi signals and electric magnetic fields? I think they can, but I think it has to be up to a certain degree. I think it has to be so much frequency. Like, it's kind of like... It's kind of like being around radiation, right? That's the way I see it. Yeah. Um, because there is some truth to this. I know that if you're around certain electrical frequencies that are too high, it can fuck you up. It can disorient you. You can um, be delusional. Um, you know, pretty much just, you know, all, you know, and things of that nature. Yeah. I, I'm sure that if you're around higher ones, then you, know, you start getting fucked up even more. And then... And then at that point, it turns into electrical current or some shit, like a real one, like a one that arcs and you see it, and then you're fucked because then you're fried. <laughs> like, like a, I, I've heard stories of people getting hit by lightning, and they teleport to another dimension and come back after the lightning has gone. A split second, they go somewhere else and come back. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, we have a guest who is ready to come on. We oh, do have a guest. Is he in? He's coming in? Yes. Uh, uh, Cyber Steve. Cool. I want to I show you something crazy on the internet that I saw the other so day. So <laughs> let's cue... The motherfucker in. All right, cool. Let's get him in here. Q. And we're back. We're huh? back, bro. We're here. <laughs> um, so electroculture in general is pretty cool with the concept of it helping bring a electric. Oh, okay. Let's let's bring our guest up to speed. Cyber Steve has joined us again. Hi, we Steven. have like basically it's gonna Stop. be like a thirty minute guest presence because that we only got like thirty minutes left. We'll make the most of it. So to catch up to speed, we were talking about electroculture and gardening and then that led on to basically Nikolai Tesla 
And then we were talking about Nikolai Tesla and how people stole a bunch of his shit um, and how he created the very first x-ray machine. Um, but someone else took the credit for it because they, the guy who founded the x-ray machine came out with it like 10 years later when at Nikolai Tesla <laughs> created an x-ray machine because he scanned his own fucking foot. And he did a lot of stuff. That was like, a cool image. Yeah. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. I, I have not seen the image. I'll have to look it up. Um, he invented a lot of stuff. The man, the poor man died at 86 in New York alone. Uh, then he died with pigeons? What is like pet, pet birds? A coronary thrombosis where his blood clots. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. But yeah, he. Uh, I know he got ripped off a lot in his life. Poor guy. Yeah, so we were talking about that. Um, we, we, this is a very impromptu podcast in a weird way. Um, so we were talking about... Uh, so In another subject. I, uh, well, hold on. <laughs> There's something I wanted to say about Nikolai Tesla. Okay. Um, so basically, I believe he was taken out. I don't believe uh, that because the moment he died... All this shit disappeared. Yeah, the FBI got into the safes and took all his files and uh, mm-hmm. stole all his stuff. Like, just they, they and so did Edison. I, I believe Edison's men and Edison and his little Ponzi posse were part of it as well. Yeah, that's yeah. I uh, if if you look into it, if you look into it pretty deep, Edison and the government are very closely connected. And I believe that I don't know if he was taken out, but I do believe that the, he was he was very much on their radar. And like he said, he was eighty what when he died. 86. And what year was this? Uh, 1943, I want to say. That's incredible. They were probably just waiting for him to die and then just swoop in as soon as they got word of it. That's my opinion. That's my theory on that. Yeah. I mean, fair. But bro was kicking it for being 80-something. Like, bro was moving. It's not like he, like, slowed down. I think it's a very interesting thing also just to segue into people being old. Um, It's weird when you see old people now because old people now – are uh wait oops i'm oh, sorry old people now they are like when you get up in the 80s a lot of people like can't really move around all that well like you see look at old people they like barely can walk down the street they have so many fucking issues but yet you go back in time like 80 years at this point you can just go back 80 years and when you see 80 year olds walking around you, you would see 80 year olds walking around climbing shit moving around as if they're 60 yeah and it's pro- I, I, I truly believe in the whole concept of it's like, if you don't use it, you lose it. That's why I will never stop exercising. I'll be that 60-year-old who still does fucking pull-ups. You got to eat right, too. You got to eat right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Jack and Box every night, bro. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> dope as fuck. Hey, on a completely different note, uh, I want the both of you to pull up your search browser of choice maybe bing google DuckDuckGo, and look in pull look, it up pull it up, pull it up real quick. Okay, 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 uh, okay. and type in 20k dog man 20k dog man yeah japanese dog man i'm sorry 20k japanese dog man all right let me move it right here actually let me move him over here those of you who are listening you probably have already searched it ben's moving really slow um yeah. and or you already know what i'm talking about Steven, have you I'm, dog man I'm, what? I'm done with the internet tonight. What do you Japanese dog man? Oh, Japanese dog man. <laughs> yeah, dog- I'm finished. I'm done with the internet tonight. <laughs> this guy spent $20,000. Is it images? Images, yeah. To get a full-on Boulder I'm, Collie dog suit. I'm, oh, that. Oh my God. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a person? That's a man. Get the fuck out of here. 
and he walks around. There's a video of him walking around and him being interviewed. Could you imagine walking down the street? Like, that's a pretty dog. He says, hey, do you know where the grocery store is? What? Get the fuck out of here. Let me, you know what? I'm YouTubing that shit. I want to see it. I'm, I want to see that. So, <laughs> Dude, I'm just thinking of all the ways I could troll people if that was me in that dog suit, bro. Is that the is that the way that I can take a shit in public and not get in trouble? Yeah, probably. If you don't get found out, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, I mean, uh, the same thing as taking a shit in public without the dog suit. As long as you don't get found out. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, oh, let me let me hey, mute it. So is that corn in that dog's diet? Okay, <laughs> on a short. I'm watching it. What the fuck? <laughs> that didn't take long. What the fuck? He's two seconds in and I'm hearing him. What the fuck? Okay, I'm, this is so <laughs> retarded. Dude, Japanese... You know what? It's not even about... Ja- Japanese are doing weird shit. We, I don't expect yeah, anything the, weird. The furries are over here in America, too. I, I know, I know, I know. But you know what? Like, Americans and modern Western women and men have taken this shit way too far. Can you imagine what you spent $20,000 on? Oh my god, he's playing with his toy. <laughs> he's, play, he's playing with his dumb animal. I would shoot that man. He wants to be a dog so bad. <laughs> I want to just like, dude, if I walked into a room and it was like all of a sudden I like wake up, I got kidnapped by the government or whomever, right? Like kind of like squid games type shit. Like only I didn't like willingly go there, you know what I mean? Get kidnapped, and I get put in some fucked up situation to see what my reaction would be, and I'm like stuck in there, and they won't. I'm a prisoner, okay. And I see this motherfucker, and I realize it's a man in the suit because from a distance, if he's not moving and he just rotates his head, you would think it's a fucking dog, a big dog. Yeah. You'd think it's a big ass dog, but I can tell you right now, if I realized that was a person, I would just, I would go ravage. I would, I would just savage. I would, my all my primal instincts <laughs> would kick in. I'd be like, that thing's not a dog. I don't know what it is. I don't give a fuck if it's costume. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> He's gonna be like that woman on that airplane. I'm just like, that motherfucker is not real. I can see Ben doing that. Between me, the difference between me and that woman on that airplane is I wouldn't make go, oh my god, this bitch ain't real. I would just start trying to murder it. That's what I would do. Your first instinct is kill. Fight or flight, motherfucker. I don't run away. I'm gonna fuck that bitch up. (laughs) Oh my god, it's an alien. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna fuck it. I'm the first guy to fuck a Martian. Oh yeah, brother. What if they got big old alien titties? <laughs> Three tits, dude. Nice. <laughs> Three tits. Um, nice. Do you think he takes that dog custom to the groomer? <laughs> He's gotta get his anal glands squeezed and his nails clipped. You know, I'm a I hate, Tesla I hate I mean, this conversation no, already. <laughs> Nikola Tesla did not want this for America. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and activate our video so you can see us as well. How about that? Would that make you, would it be easier for you, Steven? Oh, you can do whatever you want. Do, do you care having video to see us? or do you, No, I don't mind. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. Give it to you anyways, I was just teasing you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I totally would have. Um, so I, I had told Evan... So we were talking about that. We this was a very impromptu podcast. So we we're just talking about whatever yeah. kind of thing, just for shits and giggles. But I brought up the whole uh, Congress thing with the alien UFO shit, um, okay. and a whole bunch of nothing happened again. <laughs> Can you give us any well, names or companies? Yeah, in private. <laughs> yeah, in private, bro. <laughs> did he slip up and say Boeing at some point? Because I know I heard Boeing somewhere. Yeah, he's, well, one of the guys did. 
Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what we got. I don't know. I still say the whole thing was in the right direction. I mean, when we we they already just told us beforehand, before the Congress meeting, that they said that they're not going to be able to discuss a lot in a public setting. Stupid. And a What's lot the point of the meeting. What's the point? I like, probably I, probably just a show of good faith that they're going to take it serious. Like you know, how, well here's a, here's the thing: public meetings like that, in my opinion, are very important because now the entire United States knows that these guys met with Congress, and now we're actually expecting Congress to do something about it. And they want to get reelected. So I think it's all bullshit. I think it's all bullshit. I think this is all a dog and pony show. I really do. For, for what it, though. When it comes to the UAPs, UFOs, aliens, the whole subject and it being in mm-hmm. Congress, I think it's all just a dog and pony show. So okay. there's enough people asking, but the thing is, is that they have had this shit off the books. It's not even just off the books, it's not even really part of the government, honestly. It's a part of a government that doesn't exist. This shit went off the books. They, they talk about in, uh, um, what is it, uh, the Blue Book? Mm-hmm. They talk about how that shit, they, they mention in there towards the end, like, it's all off the books now. Like, it doesn't even exist in any form of record. Like, I don't know, so man. it's like, at this point, it's a part of the government that's not even the government anymore. They segregated, segregated away from it years ago from the actual United States government. It's all off the book shit. A part of me hopes that they will actually do something and actually have conversations. I believe it's a deep nest of militarized. But for me personally, I, I'm pretty sure everybody in the Congress already knows about UA, UFOs and UAPs in general, right? Like they're up there in the higher echelon of society with all the information that we're not getting. Yeah. Um, I think that they're getting so much pushback from citizens and civilians like hey fighter pilots can't train properly because there's shit in the skies dude and they're like yeah we'll talk about it i guess we'll get we'll, we'll just have a meeting and let you all watch what we're talking about but i will uh, say this cameras Steven. aren't on i will say was that the cameras are not on oh no they're on oh they're, we are recording our video yes we're doing a separate recording of us uh-huh. and i'm gonna put all of us together i was gonna get naked dog Bro, just do it, bro. No one watches this <laughs> shit. No one watches this. Peer pressure. <laughs> Peer no, pressure. No do, balls. It, do it. Do it. Um, so, Steven, so I will say this. Like, I get why. I get what you're saying. Like, it's being. Well, taught. I'll tell you my opinion after of what I think's going on. But go ahead, please. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, yeah, they are talking about it. You, you kick the hornet's nest enough. There's going to be somebody up in some position somewhere that's part of the government and not part of some off the books thing that maybe has some form of leeway enough to maybe shake the nest a little bit. But at the same time, if this is stuff that they hold in such high regard, especially such advancements in technology, the things that they can do with these crafts and whatever technology that was embodied in them, I highly, 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 highly doubt they're going to fucking even let that shit out. Unless we get a a whistleblower, because that's another thing with the whistleblower law. I'll add, and then I'll let you take over, sure. Stephen. Sure. Is that the whistleblower law only works for people who abide by the laws? They don't. These people tend, from what I've gathered, and I've seen the people who have, who are, who are in possession of these crafts, they don't abide by the rules. Obviously, they're off the books. They they do their own shit. They yeah. got their own budget. They do their they do their own fucking thing. That's completely separate. It doesn't even exist in the realm of the United States government. So it's like, why would they adhere to the fucking law? They're already breaking a million fucking laws already. 
like when it comes to like what they do to people and uh, uh, what they've done to people who have witnessed it, shit like that, who were potentially murdered for it that we will never know. It's like, why would they even give a fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll just sit back and go, <laughs> these motherfuckers, they have no idea that like, we don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I do. I do. so it's like, it's kind of like the, it goes in the narrative of like the whole gun, gun control logic, right? Like, let's take away, like, let's put all these gun laws in place. Well, the only people who get affected by these gun laws are the people who abide by the laws. Criminals don't yeah. abide by the laws. So it's like these whistleblower laws, I find to be a complete fucking joke. I really well, do. That's, I, I, that's the logic I have with it, right? So anyway. Okay, so wait, wait, which laws exactly, just, just out of curiosity, that, that that's going with this whistleblower law that you think it's a joke? All of it. But like, like, but like what, like, I don't, I'm not familiar with the laws. So like, yeah, what is the laws? It's like the, so overall, I don't know the laws verbatim, like the new shit that they passed for the whistleblowers. I, I couldn't like regurgitate that out verbatim, mm -hmm. but I can say it's basically to protect them for coming forward and yeah. telling the truth and revealing this information that everyone wants to know. I think you're looking it up right now, right? Definitely it's basically laws that are put in place to protect the whistleblower. What yeah, think? that I think that I think most people know it's like yeah, the laws in place to show that it's in place that they're gonna do something. But I think everybody knows that if you're gonna do something like this and come forward with this information, a law is as good as a restraining order. It's not gonna do much. They're gonna try to help you the best they can, but there's a very big risk that you're gonna get you're gonna get shot or killed at some point. Well, it's like you know? look at it like like the way I see it. You know, just the gun control is a good way for me to use an analogy on this, right? Because it's like, okay, you have places where guns are prohibited. You're not supposed to be having a gun in there. Mm -hmm. But if some, like, so, like, let's say, like, a bank has rules to that. Federal buildings have that rule. But people go in there armed anyways. They're, like, you you know, like schools. Well, of course. Example, you're not supposed to have a gun at school. Well, yep. we've had plenty of school shootings now, haven't we? You know? I mean. Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, yeah, like you're not supposed to be concealed carrying without a permit. So the whistleblower, like, but conceal carry. The whistleblower protection act is it, it forbids forbids every state official and employee from retaliating or attempting to retaliate against any employee or applicant who speaks up about proper see, like proper improper. So the problem with that, and this, there's a big problem with that in this situation. Now, that would normally protect people and the government for smaller deals. And it would protect the victim from the employer basically stating that, like, the employer, if they try to retaliate for the victim whistleblowing, they're going to get retaliated against by the government. So it's enough to keep those people in check. But something big like this, for somebody who doesn't give a shit about that, will go straight to murder. Whistleblower law means nothing. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, like just what they said, like no state officials, like bitch, the state officials ain't what you got to worry about. It's the people yeah. who run these programs and the people involved in it, and it's not state officials. You know what I mean? So, you know, the, the, the last time you and I spoke, Ben, mm -hmm. uh, you used the word conspiracy, and I didn't like that. Like, mm -hmm. I'd rather us but, think of us as, like, as thinkers, people who just think. Well, I know, right? but they've taken the word conspiracy and misconstrued it. But in concept, with in, in conjecture with, a whistleblower. Uh, oftentimes, I feel as if that has been overused in context. Like, you could take uh, Sean Ryan's podcast, for instance, a really fun podcast. It is heavily conservative, but it is still fun to listen to where he has people who specifically call themselves whistleblowers. 
mm-hmm. and then give very little evidence or like sometimes just I statements without any evidence. Yeah, they wouldn't have the evidence to give uh, so besides witness accounts or I accounts. Who is stopping? Who who is stopping people from just saying, "Hey, go be a whistleblower and make some shit up." I know, and there's also the misinformation part of this too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. a whole. I, I think other... it's very easy for somebody to be for some one of these black suit organizations to be like, "Hey, you're no longer going to be Gregory Barthol. <laughs> you're going to be Stephen Greer, mm-hmm. and now you're going to go and talk about all this whistleblower shit." Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and then misdirect and change and change and change. I know we're getting into fringe thought, but it's just like, who, ha, there has to be a way to prove things. Mm-hmm. And if they're coming, if they're not coming with documentation, proven evidence, employment histories, things like that, then I don't listen to them by any means. Yeah, um, I, I think it's very simple. Like personally, I still, I like to keep this whole thing as simple as possible. And that's the first time I've heard of this, um, the intelligence officer was named David Grush. I think it was, is that right? David Grush. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard him come forward with anything. And I think he just came out like a month ago. So maybe this is a new, he is very, very new to coming out with information. Um, I'm not sure about him yet, but the claims that he has, he says he has the locations, the companies, the people involved. Just fucking say it. Just put the fuck out there. You know what I mean? That shit annoys me. Well, he, I think he's trying to. He's doing it. The problem is that there are certain people in the government that are blocking him along the way, and he stated that in the very beginning. Have y'all? Did y'all watch the whole two hours of the <laughs> thing? Dude, if you were to reach out, he, you know, he has a lifeline. If you were to reach out to Joe fucking Rogan and go, yo, dude. Well- I think this is why he because if I try to make an account, they're just going to take it down and no one's going to pay attention to a fake account or I make up a fake name. People are just going to ignore it. Right. Because he's not going to have any followers. Nothing. Come come on our podcast. Come on our podcast, please. (laughs) We have guns. We'll protect ourselves unless they have like a microwave gun. Then we're fucked. (laughs) I I still, I still think it's a lot more simple than, than whatever, but then what it's all trying to be. It's, I think this is like a real thing. He does have real information. And I think that Congress, most people don't know about it. And I think it's a combination of a private companies and governments working together, very small group of people, but it's been set up in such a way since the forties that with project blue book. And since the first, huh? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say like since the forties and then project blue book, I think what I'm getting at is I think since they found the very first UFO, if he's claiming everything, which was the 30s, he says, there's a lot of time between the 30s and now to slowly incorporate these projects within the government, realizing the government, the government realizing they're way over their heads with the technology, start hiring very high or very rich private corporations to help them work on this. And then over like the last almost 100 years now since our first one that's a lot of time to yeah. figure out ways to manipulate the books in the government reach out yeah. to the right people silence the right people and the next thing you know you have a black book project that nobody knows about except for a very small compartmentalized of the government and they don't speak about it to anybody else and yeah. that's where you're missing funds from the pentagon come from so well, i, I have- think i think that's what's happening and i think that's that's it's simple it's just that simple yeah. 
it, it is simple, but at the same time, I, my personal opinion, I don't think it's exactly that way. Because one, like, so I read, uh, shit, what was the name? The guy who did Project Blue Book. Dr. Seuss. Not Dr. <laughs> Seuss. Uh, a, a um, Dr. Uh, Heineck. J. Um, Allen Heineck, yeah. Yeah. Heineck. So he wrote an autobiography a, a before he passed away. Because he's dead now. I believe he's dead. I'm sure he's dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead now. But he wrote a thing pretty much doing a whole tell-all. Pretty much just saying, like, listen, when with Blue Book happened and I took it over, because he was, like, the second person involved with it, or maybe, or he was, I'm not for sure. the majority of it, it was him. Um, he said blatantly from the get-go that his whole role was to disprove. It was never to see if there's any truth to it. The whole point was to disprove it. Hmm. It was to, to to pretty much disprove every single case of a UFO, UAP, abduction. Because he even did abduct, abduction claims, like the works. Um, but the thing is, he says in his like biographies, like memoirs, you know, did he put it in this book before he died, that pretty much by the end of everything, he said that, you know, like, there are UFOs. Like, there's shit. Like, he, his personal opinion from what, because he got to go invest these cases, go to ground zero of all these things, speak with these witnesses and the people who uh, 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 experienced these things, hands, firsthand. And he said, yes, there was, like, basically, he, he referenced, like, a bunch of cases where it was like, there's no fucking explanation, like, at all. And, in fact their stories lined out with other people's stories and they did not know each other. He was vetting people like his, him and every, uh, uh, his whole department and people who were like, who assisted him like behind the curtain, like they vetted these people. They did not have any, they did not know these witnesses did not know each other. They all saw the same shit described the exact same shit. Um, all the way down to like certain specific specified cases where, Basically, like there was the one with this guy who was like a like a scout leader or scout master or something like that. Basically, he was a scout guy, and he like took kids out scouting and shit like that. And there was a craft, a, a saucer that had landed. They watched a saucer like have trouble, like it was coming in acting all wonky, and like laid down in this field. And he immediately like drove off the beaten path. He thought he didn't realize what it was a hundred percent at first because he didn't get a 100% good look at it. But by the time he got to it, it was a metallic-shaped or a metallic-looking craft that was somewhat glowing around the edges, and it was a disc shape. And it was like a perfect, ups like a Frisbee, and then you take another Frisbee and turn it upside down and put them together. So there was no, like, dome. It was just like a disc, like an oval-shaped disc. And it was in this field... And it was making this funky ass noise, like not the typical noise you hear where it's like like a hum. Yeah. It was obviously having some form of of trouble, like maybe mechanical issue. Who fucking knows? Who knows how they actually operate, right? And he uh, uh, tried to when he approached it, um, all of the hair, all of his hair, because he had like longer hair, like down to like his shoulders, right? Because this is in like the seventies or some shit or early eighties. Oh yeah. And free love. His baby. hair completely stood up. Like every hair on his body, just like like static, yeah, just started standing out everywhere. Um, all this stuff. Anyways, there was this weird glowing, uh, like a residue of a liquid coming off of it yeah. that was down like on the ground and speckle everywhere. Like it had leaked out of it as it was going down, and then it stopped 
making that noise after a little bit. And then it started rotating because he never got close enough to it. He was just approaching it from like a hundred yards away. He was in this clearing and then it took off and it left. It stopped like it, it like started, it stopped making the wire, like the, the weird fucked up noise. So it went back to a hum slowly and then it started doing its spinning thing and it did this slow rotation and it lifted up and then it turned sideways like this. So now the, the Frisbee is on its side. So it's uh, uh, going long ways uh, uh, vertically and then it flies away vertically. Like as if it, like, imagine a Frisbee when you throw it, instead of it gliding horizontally, it's you threw it tomahawk style. Instead you of threw that. it like, instead of, no, it was going like this, like oh. as if, the, I can't it, see your hands, but I want to, like, are you talking, like, is it going, like you said, it went, it, it like, instead of going like this, it flipped like this and went straight up? No, it, it flipped like that, but it moved, imagine holding a dinner plate in front of your face, and like, you're, and pushing it forward, like, both hands are on either side of the dinner plate, yeah, just like yeah, that. Yeah, just, like, going like this, like, yeah, it just, like, on its side, yeah. Going, yeah, like, belly first. Away. I will say, I don't know how long ago that was discovered, or, like, just kind of, like, but I've realized that very mm-hmm. recently about how just from multiple interviews and documentaries that like, you know, when you see UFOs, you see them like rise up off the ground like this Mm -hmm. and they kind of like just take off like that. And while they, I've seen videos where I guess they do that, but I think like now that we have better video of them up close, you can clearly see in multiple UFO videos where they do flip on their side and they aim. Yeah. And then they just aim and go like this. So it's not flat. They just flip and then they go. Like so, his story got corroborated by the 2000s because those vi- you know those videos that are surfacing that are real UFO UAP videos. That's exactly what he was describing back yeah. in the 70s. This witnessed it. So if I but, if I'm not mistaken, they have figured out how to well they figured out the equation and how to manipulate gravity in the way to be able to use it to, to propel us if it is mm-hmm. gravity. Correct. So. The way that it would have to be is that you have to be sitting like a wave, like on like a surfer. Mm-hmm. And you can't go straight through that wave. You have to ride, literally Maybe. ride the gravitational But wave. you also see videos of them rotating like like a disc completely doing a somersault. So that, that, that's what I mean. At random times. So like the disc would have to be horizontal. And then to ride the gravitational wave that they're forming behind them, they would have to ride it, literally just ride it, you know? So that, that, that would explain why they have yeah. to go vertical. So the reason I brought that up, though, was because Alan Hynek referenced these things and saying, like, yes, like I believe that UFOs exist. I believe that, like, there's they are not of terrestrial origin. Like, that's literally what he says in his, like, biography before he dies. And he was like, no, like, I, I ran, I was, I was the head of this program. Like, I was the guy going out there. I did all these things. And it, I was originally my... I was informed like his goal because he was, you know, military. They're like, you're going to disprove all these. Like, like pretty much even if he came back and said, Hey, there's some truth to this. They would go check it again. I know we briefly Um, touched on, and I know exactly what he did to to deal with that. Well, what what did he do? Well, no, he, to, in order, like, I remember they were putting pressure on him to, discredit all of these because he said there was about what was it he did like a thousand and i think he just he he did he disproved like 600 but he said the thing that was really strange was that there's 318 cases that he couldn't disprove and that not only could he not disprove it but there was always some weird elements so the government pressured him to or you know superiors pressured him to you need to you need to 
disprove these last ones. Like you can't just yeah. say that there's evidence or truth to it. So instead he just put like inconclusive. Yep. Interesting. And then, so the reason I referenced all this at the heart of it was because in, he has mentioned that basically these, whatever, because I know that you were saying, uh, Stephen, that like your personal opinion of like how it happened, like it just slowly segregated itself away over time. Like from the, I wouldn't say slowly, I'll say it's probably more rapidly, but I think they just got very good at keeping it that way. And they kept up with like the modern times. Are you referring to like the history of it? Like the manipulating the history? Is that what you're referring to? It's sort of, it'll go with that. But what I'm I'm referring to is that like, what I'm saying, general when i was just referring to that is like i believe it's real and i believe that this guy david grush he's kind of a weird character kind of like sketchy in my opinion but i do believe the documents or what he's talking about is real now whether he has those documents that's and where, it's a whole nother thing but if he's saying that i don't think he's going to go in front of all of congress with nothing if unless he's absolutely batshit insane but he's been vetted he's has intelligence clearance and all that stuff he's seen shit apparently so if if he has these locations if he has these people and companies they're under pressure now yeah yeah whatever whatever happens the thing is is that what i was trying to get at with alan hynek is that he basically at one moment basically made it clear that there is a section of the government that's not the government blatantly in his like you should read his biography like his memoir stuff it, he basically says it at one point like saying that like they segregated that shit off quick after like uh, the roswell incident was a was a big one like ever since that moment everything went under lock and key and then all of a sudden it wasn't even under lock and key because they didn't have to put it under lock and key they just removed it yeah, yeah and it just disappeared and there was certain individuals who were involved uh who are of very high uh, uh, placement, um, like with military and also like public office. Is at it, the time. Is it referred to a black book or whatever? Yeah, black book projects, yeah, yeah. and they move that shit. And the black book projects, basically, from what I understand, from dive, diving into the uh, Gateway Experience and shit like that, the black book pro- like, and then it's like the Montauk Project, all that stuff. Those people think the Montauk Project was done by the CIA. It wasn't. No. It was done by unknown people that this cia is known these people are not cia these people are not fbi these people are not uh, uh recon marines these people aren't navy seals these people just don't fucking exist they are the men in black when people talk about the men in black i personally think that if there was a literal translation for the whole occurrence of men in black i really believe it's members of these off black book projects because they I completely agree with you on this. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with you on this, and I kind of like, and that's what I was kind of getting at. And I think we're all kind of like dancing around like the same like topic and issue with this. Yeah. And like, I, I think it is. I think it's an off, you know, a black project that they're working on. But I think it's mostly probably in modern times. I would assume that this probably got taken off the books 20, 30 years ago. And it's just mostly been a private funded project but i think what they're doing is that they have government officials involved like the higher higher government officials people that we know probably are involved but have never said anything and what they're probably doing is manipulating you know government funding books and redirecting it to these programs and the government probably has no clue about it and that's why all this money goes missing yeah it was basically like he was talking about like basically around the like the mid 50s 
it wasn't like something where, you know, over time or over a course of 30 years, no, like there was a decision made to pretty much go, no, we are, we are capitalizing on this. We're going to take this. We're going to do our experiments. We're going to do our stuff. Like, and they moved, they completely removed themselves. Like over time, I will agree with you that over time, the government became less and less aware of them because the people who did know about the Black Book projects died off, right? Who were at the time. But I believe, I truly think that the way it looks, at least, from that's how where my opinion is, is that just from the way it looks, it looks more like realistically, they moved out and out and out in a at one moment. And then the people who did know about them and did know about these off-the-book projects were only people who were alive at that time, and then they passed away, right? They died because they were already in their 50s or 60s. And then, you know, they passed, and that was in, like, the early, you know, somewhere in the 50s. So by the 70s, they're already dead, more than likely. Um, And they were so, they became so segregated through these, set up channels for these black book projects. And I think it's like deep, deep. I don't even think it has anything to do with government. I think it's, I think it's like a government inside of a government that's for, that's connected to other governments, kind of like a one world government type. You could say that, Man, but you keep going back to the one world. government. I don't, I will dude. I will think about it. The federal reserve has their fucking fingers in every single fucking country in the world. It's not just America because the federal reserve name is a joke. Cause it was just a guise to make people think it had to do with America it has nothing to do with America. Of it's course. its own private entity and they govern the entire fucking world financially. And who else, where else are people going to get those kinds of things? You know what I mean? I believe that everyone's, there are a certain group of people you can call them elitists, whatever, but it's blatantly obvious that there are interconnections that are completely off the book that are completely non-existent in the public eye of certain key individuals all across the globe. Like a fucking, uh, it's like a vein structure. Look at your veins in your body. Think about it like that. Like you don't see your fucking veins, but they're there. They're doing with shit that you, that will be happening. So I mean, even, even if that is true, this quote unquote one world government, the black boot project. We're down to uh, two minutes. Let's, Sorry. let's say they, that let's say that all that is true, right? How are they hiding so well with all this? That, that's that's the thing I'm having problem because that lot of a project. If you're gonna fool UFOs, to leave a zero paper trail because right. you're, you're gonna need man, right? You need gonna manpower. Have... You're gonna need materials. You're gonna need. I mean, just like you even the location where it would be, it's like you need like the with tax like there's so many things you'd have to that's so many people that would have to be involved you're gonna hate me for this go ahead but i think it's easily done child trafficking fuck yeah that's what it is no i i think it's easily done I uh, I'd, I'd like to hear how think about it like this we went to the fucking moon right yes All of a sudden we just completely stopped ex- space exploration after that like just full halt. We just did something amazing. I'm I'm not bringing up the moon, saying there's a ma- base on the moon or anything. I'm using it as an example to build up on this. We went to the moon, and all of a sudden, boom, we're not going to the moon anymore. We 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 literally climbed that pinnacle. All of a sudden, now we're just going to stop. That makes no fucking sense. And then what? Uh, there are so many. There is cons- proof. There are documents that prove that they were building literally structures deep inside mountains 
that now no longer exist, apparently. Never existed. How does, how does this tie in with... I think it's so easily to hide a... Organ, you know, especially they're they're not a massive, uh, 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 high in numbers group. But who's building these sites? I believe the sites were already built. I believe the sites were 100 percent were already built. People would never fucking know about them. Who's working of, there? They have that janitor. I think right? they. they, gotta, they have to oh, have I'm sure that the same people who do the shit have to do the cleaning too. I think they're all. I think it's when you get brought in. It's kind of like when you, um, how do I put this? It's kind of like when you join a cult or a religion or I wouldn't call it that, but I would call it as this is as like, like, let's use a, a, a elementary example. Right. And so that way you can guys use your imagination to build upon it. Thanks. The thing of skull and bones. Right. The thing that every president in the United States, whoever was a president was a part of. Right. You have a little society. You get into that. It's a very few in number, very <clears throat> constricted. No one knew about skull and bones until the past like fucking 20 years. No one talked about it. That's how well they were able to contain it. So imagine taking that to the 10th level where there's some really serious implications. There's some real strenuous shit. They vet these people. They bring them in. They basically, when these, a lot of these individuals who are hard rooted into this type of organization, I can only imagine that one, you're not going to have any wife and kids. You're not going to, so like you're the only one left in your name. They probably seek out individuals and recruit them in over, like not a lot. They probably do it in increments. That way, it less you know keeps less on the radar. Um, I guarantee uh, they talk about uh, men in black when they show up, how they have no thumbprints, right? Because they've tried to do forensics on you know cases like that where men in black showed up causing a problem for somebody, like intimidating, fear, all that shit, right? Because they witnessed the UFO, and then when the local sheriffs try to get prints, there is no fucking. There's a literally a smudge where they held a glass. Or put their hand on something, but literally no actual significant fingerprint, like nothing. It's if they didn't have one, like it was torched off, like they had pure flat skin. There was no fingerprint detail, nothing. I believe these people are completely removed. I think it's a slow increment process, and there's people crazy enough to do it because I would do it. And the fact that I know (laughs) I would do it, they would go and find someone smarter than me, more capable than me. And then I guarantee there's someone like that who would do it just as much as me. Would want to do it? I would do it. You know what I mean? I, I still think that's so hard to believe, though, because I mean I that would talking about aliens being real, and we can't talk think that this <laughs> wouldn't happen. I'm not talking about. I'm not saying that like people wouldn't want to attempt something like that, but I still think that's that's so many levels to have to dive through to keep this a secret from not from only having like what two people, significant people, come out over the last. 80 years, Bob Lazar, now this guy, David Crush. Yeah, the reason why some of these whistleblowers happen, like Bob Lazar was a fluke. I think I think Bob Lazar said it perfectly, that they ran into a roadblock. They couldn't figure shit out. They have all the best minds that they have recruited themselves that are part of their program, their institute, their their group, and they can't figure out. They made no headway for a few, several, several, several years. It could be 10 years, 20 years. They've been stuck, and they're like, okay, we have to figure out how to make these things work. we got to figure out how this fucking weird orb thing, sphere, works. Let's start looking outwards. And so they probably – that's why Bob Lazar had strict stipulations. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. He was completely funneled into one thing. He wasn't – everything was compartmentalized. So he had blinders on. He was not able to see anything else because they're bringing in someone from the outside. Now that backfired on them. Have we had another Bob Lazar? No. But but the 
probably, well, I mean, we haven't had a Bob Lazar, but I know for a fact Bob Lazar said, and he stated multiple people, and I remember him mentioning some guy named Barry that he worked with. Yeah, and he uh, was part of the, he was a long time, he was a full-time employee with them. Right, and he had a family. If that like he had a Crew. That guy well, could no, no, that that that's why he said he didn't want to go on camera. He says, I'm not gonna do this to my wife and kids and family. He's like, please leave me alone. That's back in the 80s, though. They probably changed their time. I would be surprised. I'm talking, I'm making the point that they would ch- they learn from their mistakes. I would. If I I mean, so maybe I'm so, big- but I still think it's more believable just to have a compartmentalized thing from like maybe Boeing, Lockheed Martin, and a small government and then just funneling taxpayers' money because we lose a lot of fucking money. You think you think Lockheed, Lockheed Martin's involved? Where's the UFOs, Lockheed Martin? So, uh, I, Stephen, I was going to say as well that the Lockheed Martin probably has a lot to do with it. Uh, we had a beer spillage, my boy. Um, oh, I don't even what happened. I just uh, spilled my beer. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, Fuck, what was I gonna say? Um, Lockheed Martin. So there was a whistleblower that spoke about UFOs being used in catastrophic weather incidents, think earthquakes, tsunamis, things like that, where they would bring a UFO in and traffic children to far off distant places. What the fuck? Yes. Um, so if, if that's even close to true, that they could be using those children and those individuals to go into these black book projects, these black book companies being stolen away. Uh, I think we're going to leave it at that, though. Uh, go get yourself a dog costume for 20 grand. Smartly uneducated.